So this last morning puja together for a while. Sami has been a very helpful occasion, a sense of uh, feeling the the whole sense of the we all these different specific tones and voices and silences and even the people's difficulties or just the specific qualities of presence everyone brings in even their absences (laughs) where something is, is expressed just by that, and you've got something to get a, uh, a resonance from, and then uh, it really helps me to feel more more settled. Actually, the resonances uh, that's that's this is what I'm with or in. And uh, all the spe- specific qualities. Um, within that this quality of intent wherever the mood, the feeling the physical condition this quality of intent certain uh, lift or direction or uh, gathering in or (coughs) centering everyone is brings their own centering, their own sense of intentionality. So it's almost like an energy of wanting to be present, wanting to, you know, kind of an uprightness, uh, present, presenting, making oneself present with what is. This is the beginning, the beginning of the day of this particular day. Every day is a this beginning quality to it, and beautiful in the beginning is one of the expressions of the Dhamma. Beautiful in the beginning, beautiful in the middle, beautiful in the end. Beautiful in the beginning is just that quality of the rising up, and it's a very earthly, mundane thing is to get up you know early in the morning bathe you know get yourself together get the physical form upright bring it in work through the the uh, dullness or the discomfort this is kind of coarse stuff in a way obvious stuff it's beautiful because one necessarily feels that beautiful, but there's, there's something beautiful in that steady intentionality and resolution. And uh, we recognize that it's not something that's just going to be a, a kind of a huge um, push, because there has to be something beautiful in the way that we cultivate that. You just can't kick it into shape or switch it on or demand that it be a certain way one has to work gracefully, subtly, compassionately, skillfully, repeatedly, patiently, beautifully 
beautiful in the middle, in the way that we we cultivate. And the puja morning chanting is is one skillful means for this. Is uh, you bring in the body in, setting the body up upright, opening all the the channels, the uh, connecting firmly to the ground, sense of setting the body up. So it's got this feeling of connected, connectedness, real physicality, it's kind of earthy. No, it's not ethereal. It's <coughs> and opening the chest, opening the throat, letting the breathing roll over the throat. So around this, from this firmness of the basis, firmness of the uprightness, of the uprightness expressed in the body, our intent becomes expressed in our, in our physical form. There's that firmness of in, in the physical form and then there's the loosening that can occur because of that. It, it's this, it's, it goes hand in hand because we can have a firm <coughs> center. There can be a looseness of flowing and a, and a graciousness in expression in what uh, uh, around that firmness. We've got something we're not having to kind of force ourselves or get mentally rigid because there's something firm to, to, to sense. So we feel settled in that, steadied by that. It's important to have that firm basis so that we can take the tension out of the upper body, the the chest, the heart, the shoulders, the arms, the places where the arms join the body, the jaw around the eyes, spending time loosening what needs to be loosened. Uh, And to do that, you recognize this... uh, the lower body has to be firm, act as the upright pole. And then the, from the chest up, we, there can be this loosening, which acts as the, that which sends energy around us, feels around us, tunes into what's around us. And we chant, we listen, we harmonize, we bring forth. There's a sense of what's around us. We open what's around us through the chest, the throat, the head, the upper body. You need to have that looseness because the looseness is, allows them to be sensitive and uh, feel more subtle qualities. It's just the exactly what the the puja is about, the subtler qualities of tone, of volume, of listening, of uh, the light. 
qualities in present in the in the devotional practice. And it's essentially the intent praising is the the or puja means to honor, to praise. And this is really a very lovely quality of intent. We're not trying to get anything or craving for anything or trying to make it work or feel something. We're just kind of opening up in a sense of praise. Mm. The Buddha talked of way we cultivate intent in the so in the Anapanasati Sutta, sensitive to it, gladdening it, steadying it, releasing it. This is beautiful in the beginning, the middle, and the end. And this gladdening is uh, praise. When your intent praises, it feels glad, expressing gladness. Then we use Buddha Dharma Sangha as a way to to invoke that gladness. Buddha the awakened truth with absolute honesty, the way of being absolutely honest. not a hair's breadth away from as it is. Sangha, the sense of um, a we that's gathered together in in intent. Intent for awakening. So we're praising that and this gladdening of the mind Gladdening of intent, so to really get a feeling for that further, resonating with that is why we have to open the body, loosen the body, open the throat, as if something in us, as we as we chant, is reaching out, gently reaching out, suffusing the entire room, touching in a very sensitive way, just whatever's present. And may it be this way, the real kind of affirmation. How beautiful it is just to, to lift, to not ask for anything, to have this generosity of spirit. As things move into the silence, then there's a a basis there for cultivation. So time and time again we come into this, the where am I? Where is this? This sense of coming into presence. The mind picks that up from the from embodiment. You recognize there is a, there is this sense of 
being here, just being here. And that stands apart from whatever is uh, the move, the feelings, the uh, movements of thought. It's like a, uh, an inner pole. You can feel the body's textures and warmth and pressures around that in a physical sense. When you come into the mental sense of that, you can feel that that firmness, that stability of intent with the energy flows, the tiredness or the vigor or the rushing of the energy or the sinking of it. The mood tones. And because you're, the intent is based upon being present, being present with this, there's that firmness. And the firmness is being made specific every moment by whatever manifestations arise. And the firmness is actually invisible, trackless. But it's made specific through what is discernible, sensed, felt, pleasant, unpleasant, inclined towards, pushed away from. So where am I? Where is this? Where is this? This... uh, inquiry, this penetration. So by that quality of being present with whatever manifests, there's a kind of release or realization of something that's not manifest. You can't say it's a thing. You can say where the manifestation ends as just that the pleasant, the unpleasant the rising, the falling you know that's that it doesn't take over there's an end to that knowing the end to that end to the feeling the push of it The wanting, the end where if you're really present with the wanting and the not wanting, the end to that, which doesn't mean a suppression, it just means there, that it goes this far and no further. That's an end. That presence can be empathic, it's to be with the mood, the emotion, the want that which wants to retract or run away or blot out or you know, kind of continue shrinking sense, that which wants to you know, expand and there's too much going on, get out, that which struggles, a sense of uh, 
being, feeling with that. So this is the place where these lovely qualities of the Brahma Vihara arise, being with our stressfulness, our suffering, in a feeling way. Being with our happiness, our comfortableness. This is a skillful way of of finding the the end of the particular emotional experience. We're not trying to cut it off. We're meeting it with a sense of presence. So when we meet that these other sublime qualities arise and they just carefully diffuse the the pressure of a mood. <clears throat> the, the, that push to get away or the push to have or the <clears throat> complaining or whatever it is. Or the happiness, the bounciness and the ebullience into sense of being with that brings up mudita, for the joyful, the happy, compassion for the hurt, and uh, loving kindness for the sense of the, the needing, and gradually a sense of equanimity for all of the process. These are the, these are the qualities that arise, and they they wrap around whatever we're feeling, and they just means that the push of those emotions is a place where it can be met and it just complete itself. It mm-hmm. finishes itself. It's been it's been received. So all that empties by itself when we meet that. And there's a quality of vibrant, awake, there's no manifestation, but what we can recognize is that the manifest, what seems somehow Strong, steady, tender, clear. We don't try to hold that as something. This is just the manifest. But every we can we can recognise that we can appreciate that it's the sign. The tingling that silences the resonance. Clarity, tenderness, strength. The noble person.
worthy person. It's being made personal by a specific quality of practice, which is, simply speaking, where does the suffering end? Where does the stress, the reckless, the pushing out, the withdrawal, the, pr- the pressures of this way and that way, the hungers, where, where, where is the place where they end? Goes this far and no further? We realize, we realize there's an end of this. And that's something we can never really say what that is because that's the end. You can't think it, you can't feel it, you can't get in there, you can't grab it because it's the end of all that. So uh, there's a sense of tremendous um, humility of the of the mind or beautiful beautiful in beautiful in the end it's an open end that's why it's beautiful <coughs> 